Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the Drunk Mustache Podcast. I'm Logan, and here with me today, Kevin and Ozzy. We haven't recorded in like five months. It's been, it's been a hot yeah. lot. Yeah. The albums were that bad. We had to really collect our thoughts. Yeah. I mean, you know how it goes. I've started writing a bunch of stuff. We went through articles. I think you got a dog. You got you, a house. It's been that you long. You got a house. house. You got a new oh, job. recorded since I got the house? No, we haven't so recorded good. since you got the house. Oof. I think you guys were looking and, you know, oh, yeah, that as, as house searching time. does. You know. Yeah. And then you got a new job. That's, yeah. that's, that's recent. tomorrow. I'm on fun employment. Ozzy defeated the Demon Lord. Fucking been busy. I did. I'm at level 300 now. Oh, my hey, God. Nice memes. Yeah. You guys dig it that far. It is. It is. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Oh, that's the first episode. Mm-hmm. Beating the Demon Lord? Oh, no. Getting the level 300. Oh, yeah. You said that, that after I said Beating no. the Demon Lords later. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't get that far. That's, that enemy sucks. I got in like two episodes and I was like, this is hot garbage. We have another podcast where it we talk hot about garbage. how gar- hot garbage that one is. And I, uh, I watched all 10 episodes so far, so. Yeah, so because it, you. That's why it's hot garbage. Because, garbage. because you're a masochist. I don't know what you're I watched all the bleach. Oh, he's a masochist. He is definitely a masochist. One piece is next. Oh, like, look, we no, shouldn't... I just don't have the time. We're crossing streams here. Ozzy, we, here we should not be kink-shaming just because, you know, whatever. Some of us are in the Listen, I'm, watch, I'm watching Demon Slayer right now. He's getting cultured. Cultured. Yes. Well, I've seen uh, Full Metal Brotherhood. I've seen all the ones that are good. Yeah, he's he's seen the Rule 34. He knows what culture is. He's all about uh, that. That's the real culture. <laughs> that's, that's, the, real. that's the culture with like the fancy font. <laughs> the Rule 34 is just Samsung Sam right now. It's boring as hell. Yeah, so, I, would say, I don't really see the features in her. She's just kind of a gal. I did like... So there was... Did someone really like Lady Dimitrescu? Did they not? I think it's just a meme. I, I, I might think it's about. Be, I might just be alone. It's it's a power. It's about the power, man. It has nothing. To it's do about with her stepping on me, <laughs> yeah. which is why Nagatoro is so good. I did like there was like that video of like this girl, this guy having sex with Demetrescu, and he's like on his phone though looking at Samsung Sam, and it's just like whoa. Oh, it's like good. the ultimate form of the girlfriend, like. Oh, yeah. Like, looking back, right. like, whoa, wait, wait, what? What? What's going on? They did, they did that with uh, the Toy Story meme where he's throwing, I was like, I'm oh, done I'm with done you I'm done with now. you? Yeah. <laughs> throwing Woody down? Yeah. So, uh, as a reminder, we review uh, breweries and music on this podcast. <laughs> not Rule 34 posts. Are you sure? Or we, anime. We not, are, not on the podcast. Whatsoever. We would have to start a new podcast for uh, Rule 34 posts. Now, that one might actually get some views. Uh, that's okay. I don't. I don't no. know. We don't her. No. I mean, I don't. I'm just not into making a podcast. Damn. Yeah. It would probably inhibit our future careers, uh, whatever we do. All right. So, anyway. We boo. We boo. I'll look it up at work. So, Blackfire Brewing. Um, yeah. I'm sure this is the intro they always dreamed they would have. Um, <laughs> like, are we still on the anime <laughs> we podcast? Did, we did tell them that we did a podcast. <laughs> we turned into the anime <laughs> yeah, so they're probably like looking out for it. Honestly, it's been so long. They probably, like, they probably don't. Lie so. to us, but. Yeah, they probably don't expect it, but it's fine. We, we still paid them for the beers. We didn't get no free beers out of it. We probably would have put it out faster. But anyway, we it's fine. Have. No, we wouldn't no, have. We would have gone back. So, you know, we need a refresher. Yeah, yeah. we should go back, though. They have new stuff. They have. So, they have a lot of good stuff. It seems to be like a musical-themed uh, brewery. Puns. There's a whole lot but of puns. But there's symbols of a dragon for some reason. I didn't really get that. Yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, because they, they are in on the music puns. Every single beer they so it's have called, is named a music Yeah, pun. it's Blackfire Brewing, and they are real small. I mean, they're not even open during the week, right? They're only open on the weekends. Only on the weekends. They're pretty small, but apparently like they've got hours. apparently they've got a cult following. And uh, uh, they're yeah, really... Four hours. What's week. really important about them to note, and they really pride themselves on this, is they got the gluten-free beers, which... Excuse you. Gluten reduced. They can say gluten free. They cannot say gluten free. I thought they can. Gluten free, it has to be made with no gluten. Gluten reduced, uh, they, they basically, what they do basically is they take the same batch that they always make and then add stuff called Clarity Firm to it and it flocculates out all the gluten proteins in there. So it gets it below. It's like the technical, it's like 10 ppms is like the threshold for that stuff. So people who are normally gluten intolerant or stuff like that can still can drink, drink it. it. Um, but it's not enough to say it's it, gluten glute, To be put gluten-free on it, it has to be made with nothing that has gluten in That's it true. ever. It starts out with gluten. Which it means, gets, yeah. gets right. It gets to removed. To an extent. Out. Right. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, gluten reduced. 
So basically all they do is brew the same beer and then add Clarity Farm to it. I'm pretty sure you made okay, up some yes. words in there, like the, percolate and like PP. Flocculate. flocculate. Yeah, I'm pretty per, sure you parts per million. Parts per million. Oh, yeah, I don't use parts per million at all. They, they told, they <laughs> told, made up. They told me I can't use PPM. I got to use UPM, and it's bullshit. Anyway. But, yes, their website actually does say gluten-removed versions. So there you go. Told you. Yeah. I mean, it's been. Like I had three, this conversation with the brewer. It's also been like three months since we've been there. I asked him, "How do you get it gluten reduced?" He told me. I was like, "I'm like, do you just use Clarity Farm or something?" He's like, "Yeah, that's so exactly what we do." As to as to prove that we're not completely useless, Kevin points out all the stuff that we learned uh, over there. Tell him what else we learned, Kevin, about the brewery. Well, go ahead. Yeah, lead the way. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like I was just saying, it's pretty small. Oh, it's real small. Um. I think it was yeah. You could probably fit like it literally feels like the smallest bottle shop you can think of, but it's a it's a, brew, it's a so brew there's shop. like a there's a brewery shop. next door, right? That too, yeah. Well, it's exactly. a I don't think it's officially a it's brewery. A it's like store. a can distribution oh. kind of area for something else. Not even yeah, theirs. the interior of the store is like four bar stools, like a table, but the outside is actually pretty spacious because they basically oh, got that whole it's like six six uh, picnic benches. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty spaced out. Um, they got a TV, which is better than some of these. Yeah, because we went during March Madness. Yeah. Honestly, the inside's a, a little bit bigger than Lone Rider. Outside, much smaller than Lone Rider. Oh, yeah. Really? Much, it is smaller than Lone Rider, yeah. Yeah, Lone Rider's got that whole area now. Well, because Lone Rider, I thought, was bigger. It's no. no. It's it's close, but like I think... City, sitting. It's close, it's but close. I do think that Lone Rider is actually a little bigger. At the same time, Lone Rider would probably get packed, though, because a lot of goons like going there. Ugh, yeah. Gross. I'd rather I go doubt. Blackfire. Blackfire, when we went, was dead. And granted, when we left, we also showed up like right at opening. But when we left, it seemed like people were coming. It seems like the kind of place where it's not going to get packed because it is new and probably has very limited. Yeah. But this it's is just my weekly it, it also It also is kind of hidden away. Damn. I did... I actually had a hard yeah, time. I was surprised where it was because I kind of, when I were in there, it's like right behind, what is it, Raleigh? Not Raleigh Brewing. It's the Linwood. Uh, Linwood. Linwood, yeah. And Big Boss. And across from, yeah, it, I guess it doesn't help. So when I went either. so I went behind Linwood and I was like trying to figure out if it was actually there and it's like way in the back of this yeah. business parking lot. And I was like, whoa, I didn't expect it's this back interesting in. location, but I mean, to segue into the beer part of the brewery, uh, I mean, the beers, we, we all had five uh, beers while we were there. We had a Mexican lager, an amber, uh, IPA, a blackberry porter, and a chocolate banana stout. Um, of those, I did we did try one of the gluten-reduced ones. Uh, I had... Um, a gluten-reduced pint of the IPA, an Amarillo IPA called Detroit Hop City. I think, Logan, you said all of the titles were puns. Um, so the Mexican lager was Love Me Two Limes. Yep. The banana chocolate stout was Banana Cuda. Yep. The Amarillo IPA, Detroit Hop City. Amber Ale, Hold Me Closer, Tiny Amber. Blackberry Porter, For Whom the Beer Tolls. And that's, yeah, that's all we had. That's all we had. They had five taps. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess ten because they do one of each gluten reduced and regular. Right, so they so they cycle both. Yeah. Um, so we'll. I guess I'll start off with the good. Um, the Mexican lager usually not my style, but it was very good, very flavorful. Uh, it was a little, ch- little chilly. It was on the edge of chilly. Uh, right now we're out where it's like 80, 90 degrees in North Carolina now. It was March. Uh, I would. I would really enjoy it more, and it was already, uh, it had good flavor. Uh, some of those Mexican lagers, they just taste bland, and uh, that's not really what I want. If I'm yeah. going to go bland, I'm going to just go get natural light or no, bush or something. No, I refreshing Mexican lager. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, and it was good, yeah. Um, banana Cuda, the banana chocolate stout was, it was good, not great. Um, I thought that it had... The correct level of banana that I want in a beer, uh, overall, but it could use more chocolate in there uh, yeah. to to balance it out a little bit. It was a little light for it to be a stout, um, oh, that's right. yeah, but the uh, overall flavor of the banana was very good. Uh, yeah, just a little more more chocolate, a little bit more. Um, 
a little bit more mouthfeel and body to that, and it would have been top tier. Yeah, because I feel like with like the banana, you get that a lot where you get like these artificial flavors, and it's just too overpowering. But we didn't. Well, yeah. I, didn't I didn't get that at all. And I like banana. I like the fake banana flavors, fake like yeah. strawberry flavors. But this didn't have that, at least for me. And I mean, you guys are saying that it didn't. You guys didn't get overpowered by the banana. Nah, I just would have liked a little bit more chocolate to yeah. kind of bring it back down to earth. Because like Kevin said, it was a little light. It was a little. I mean, you can have a dessert beer, and I think that was what they were going for. Yeah, it was light. But it was a little too – it was kind of like too sweet. It would have ni- – nice little bitterness would have been kind of bringing well, back I wanted some more depth, and I think that's yeah. where the chocolate yeah, I, I think in, the, right? the mouthfeel, he- like a little heavier. Yeah, it was – go, And yeah. then the chocolate would have really brought yeah, it through for a dessert-style like beer. A little more roastiness to it. I don't, uh, I don't know exactly, but it definitely felt lighter. On the lighter side of a stout. Um, yeah, for sure. It was uh, – do we have the ABVs on these things? Six. It was six point six percent. So nothing crazy. It's not your Russian imperial stout. So I like what they were going for there. I think they. Yeah. No, I, I think they nailed the banana. Just up the chocolate a little bit more. Chocolate malt or put some cocoa nibs. Yeah. Uh, in there and uh, it'd be a fantastic beer. And the pun name is great too. I think. I'll... Yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't <coughs> like that band? Well, I like that they appreciate heart. It's, it's nice. Ooh, Banacuda. Moving on. Detroit Hop City was an Amarillo IPA. Um, I, this was the one that I got gluten-free. I got, I got a pint of this. It was good. Uh, I'd probably say 6.5, 7 out of 10. Uh, pretty standard IPA. It wasn't any, really anything to, to like write home about, but it wasn't bad. Middle of the road. Yeah, sure. uh, I think this was the baseline. I would, I would, yeah. If I went there and wanted an IPA, I'd get it again. Um, I just think that some of their other beers... Were better or more uh, unique, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stand out, right? Yeah, yeah a little bit more stand out, a little more. My socks are coming off. This one, the socks were completely on, but uh, it was fine. Yeah, it, it didn't. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, I mean, it, was, it doesn't help that IPAs are IPAs. I mean, you get them all over the place. Yeah, it's you true. Got to stand, you got to stand out. You got to stand out with IPAs. And yeah, if you don't, they're middle no. race. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can have a good IPA. I mean, like Gizmo is a good IPA. I think this is like you said, it's a good baseline. But they didn't try anything too crazy. Yeah, I'm saying you need a good base, but that base has to always be there, and then you experiment with a crazy different one. That's fair. Anyway, so so. they're but they're small and have five taps, so I understand having a a standard. everyday drinking IPA because that one I think someone can go in there who likes IPAs and go and drink it, it anytime, anytime you want because you know that someone's going to want an IPA it's not this crazy triple hazy IPA with mm-hmm. these very That's specific true. hops that someone may or may not yeah. like it's, and they sacrificed a goat to yeah, like, right. do whatever well, yeah. what are we talking about burial for <laughs> oh, right. that, that's still the title we're, that's still the t- working title right now Talking about Barry. that's still the title <laughs> but no but uh so yeah no, I, I liked it I couldn't taste. The, I had a taste. You yeah, gave was, me a taster of both, uh, regular and gluten yeah, reduced. I couldn't tell the difference. I honestly. couldn't. I, that's I, a I highlight. Yeah, I think there wasn't much of a difference at all. I, that was a highlight of their gluten reduced. Is I think the only one that really stood out as being different was maybe the banana cuda, but I think the rest of them seemed pretty much. Honestly, the same. I think what st- stood out the most wasn't the taste, but the mouthfeel. Right. I want to say that it was yeah. less carbonated or less felt less carbonated, right? I can't remember. It's been so it definitely, long, it was definitely a mouthfeel thing. It, it wasn't taste at all. Taste, like, it, tastes it tastes exactly the same. It, yeah, it may have just been the carbonation was a little, yeah. a little different in there, but I don't think that has to do with the gluten. Oh, okay. and, and I think it was just batch, how it got okay. carbonated. But it, it was mouthfeel at least when it came to taste. It was the same thing. So if you got which is uh, cool, a gluten like um, sensitivity. I don't want to say allergy because you have an allergy. You should probably be not eating it at all. But you know, give, give it a try. I mean, you get to taste kind of the same things that other people are tasting. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of cool. Sure. And then, what did you think of the Tony Danza? Because that was my favorite, actually. Oh, <laughs> hold me closer, Tony. Tony Tiny Tony, Amber. Yeah. Uh, I I loved it. It was my favorite one out of the five. Yeah. Um, it wasn't traditional. Amber, it had a lot of roast to it um, for this amber, and I really liked that. It had a very strong malt backbone. The hops were there, but not the starke. It was just a balance, not like some of the other people who just throw hops in because they want to throw hops into everything. Right. It was about the malt, and it had a nice roast, like, but not crazy. You're not venturing into porter realm, just enough to give you, oh, this is a malt beer. 
And this is what malt can do. It was, it was delicious. Oh, I no, absolutely love that amber. Excellent job on that one. Uh, and then the one that they didn't do such an excellent job on. I think we actually told them we didn't like this one, right? I, oh, I, yeah. I told them everything I'm telling the podcast. I told yeah, them. We, we, were, pretty, we I like, talked to them for a little bit. The guys bit. came out, and they were pretty You know, they were pretty nice. They talked to us because we were the only guys there, what? and it's just two guys there at the time. So what did they say about the Blackberry Port? I don't remember. Like, Did they say they screwed it up or something? Because it just didn't taste right. No, I, I think they were just... I think he acknowledged you. He, he acknowledged. He's like, thanks for the the input on it. I mm. mean, I honestly think that he would he listened, um, just because I don't know. I told him Mordecai was not good, so which is again <laughs> just being honest. I don't know. Um, he's he's gonna do whatever he wants. But yeah, I mean, he can do whatever he wants. I'm just letting him know that. Uh, so the, for whom the beer tolls is a blackberry porter, and it just it didn't land. Whatever they did, the blackberry. Didn't come through the porter. It, it tasted somewhat metallic. Yeah, it tasted like they had something in the line. It was it, really like weird. It, it was like too light. Like the the blackberry flavor didn't come through enough, or it was too fermented blackberry to where you lose some of the flavor to it and then you get these weird like remnant flavors of blackberry and I think that might be what happened and then there wasn't like that malty sweetness to kind of give you the punch back into it 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 just it wasn't a good beer I wouldn't order it again Um, I would give them another shot later like a taste uh, to see if it's still the same I don't know if they're going to put this one back on the pipeline but it just it didn't land whatever they were trying to do didn't land I will say that generally blackberry is probably one of the harder berries to work with. You can't, you, you gotta be very careful, otherwise, you can get off with blackberry. It's yeah. not like strawberry where it's like you put a little in and you got the flavor, yeah. Well, you put a lot of strawberry in. Well, I mean, you, you know what I'm saying. It's pretty easy to just be like, bam, strawberry yeah, flavor. I, I don't know if they use actual blackberries or uh, extract for this. If they used actual then they should have used extract because you get just the flavor uh-huh. and you won't end up with that half fermented kind of flavor of like remnants the the like fructose of the blackberry is what kind of gives it its flavor and a lot of times that will get fermented off so they add it later like honeys and things will get added towards the end so you get like the leftover bits that are they don't get the smell and stuff don't get fermented off right your aroma so i don't know i i that one needs by far the most work out of all of them. Uh, I was a little disappointed because I was hoping for uh, something better out of that, especially because I started with the amber and I was really excited for the rest of them. Um, but yeah, uh, amber by far the best. Yeah, love me two limes. The Mexican lager second best. Uh, IPA third. I would I would still say they're punching above their weight class because I liked all of them pretty much I'm except saying, for for having five. I think they did do. I mean, they only had one dud honestly. for how for how big they are, and how what they started during the pandemic. I'm pretty sure. Um, and you know, hitting eighty. I mean, eighty percent of what they have, and then offering offering the gluten the reduced, gluten reduced. Yeah. I mean, they're. They're doing great. I mean, I understand you said they had a cult following. I didn't know that, but uh, yeah, they got people showing up. Yeah. I can I can understand that. I mean, and I think they have a unique like. I mean, they have a unique like puns. Like, I mean, I know yeah, they did tries, but they so far have done really well with all of them. And they are. I mean, I think it helps that they're small for now. I mean, obviously it gets harder. Well, and it also, I think I like that the owner and the people there. And I don't know that this is in every situation, but they seem very sociable. They seem to want to get to know the people drinking their beers, and that's like that really helps out because we've been to a lot of these places. The bigger ones, obviously, you're not going to see that. But even at some of the smaller ones, Mordecai, I kind of think of is a you know whatever you want to say about that because obviously we didn't think very highly of it anyway but it was kind of like here's your beer now get the fucking go drink it somewhere else it's like yeah, yeah this guys, place they seem to really be invested in the people that were coming to their brewery was good and then yeah like the head brewer talked to me about what i thought about his beers and stuff like that and i was honest with him and you know he he thanked me for my you know input 
So he wasn't just like, oh, you're a fucking douchebag. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. He's right? like, oh, do you brew beer? Like, I don't need to hear. Like, it's important yeah. to hear I mean, your I feedback. Do. Yeah, but I'm but, like, do, do you have a brewery? I'm not going to listen to you if you don't have a brewery. Yeah, right. People can be like that. <laughs> yeah, like, he I'm at so, least took your input and be like, hey, I at least a, know that what people yeah. like and dislike about the well, he wasn't. He wasn't yeah, like, oh, I bet you all just sit around talking about Rule 34 on your podcast instead of yeah. talking about beer. You yeah, jackass. Yeah, like, it, show, it shows that he's asociable. They were willing to let us try anything that we went That's there. True, yeah. And I don't want to tell that to all our listeners to just go up there and get a bunch of tapes and leave. Don't do that. Because, you know, this place is pretty good. No, I wanna, mean, we did say there are beers worth actually getting. And if, yeah. it's, it's good because there's not that many beers. You can go there for, like, literally for, like, 30 minutes. Just grab a beer and then go. I mean, there's not much to the place. Well, hell, even if you're, like, a winner. You want to do a couple beer, like, a brewery hot. You can go to Linwood, Big Boss, and there. Yeah, that's yeah. my thought is, like. Well, and that's another thing to add. Like, let's like let's say you're. You're chilling at Linwood, you can just walk over, get a get a beer over there, and then come back. Yeah, I go there first. Wait until Linwood comes down, and then I go to Linwood because Linwood is Linwood's getting crazy now. Yes, but I mean, they deserve it. Yeah, Yeah, it's good. Yeah, but no, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, both of those. I'll say that whole row is full of great breweries, except for. Fun Guys is kind of farther down, but anyway. Fun Guys has gotten a lot better since their opening. I've I've heard a lot of people really rave. Oh yeah. that's got a cult following. Fun Guys is like, everybody's like, oh, Fun Guys is the shit, or like, okay, yeah. Well, the way to get a cult following is to kind of have a mishap to start and then have a terrible logo. You have to have a god-awful logo. But their logo's way better now. It's still not that great. Uh, their logo is sweet as hell. It's, it's not, yeah, it is okay. It's okay, cool. we're not we're not talking about Fun Guys. But anyway, yeah, point being, that whole Fun road. Fire Brewing, check it out if you're in the area, especially if you're trying to like, oh, hey, we want to go to Linwood Brewing Concern, not the grill, because it's not anywhere yeah. close to the grill. It's Linwood Brewing Concern, and you walk up, and it's just, like, way too fucking crowded. Pull around, see what you can find at Blackfire, because it's literally, like, a one stop before yeah. you get there. And their beer is delicious. The people are extremely nice. Um, it's a yeah. nice get little... A, get a flight. They offer flights there, unlike Mordecai. Yeah. Um, and they have a nice small feel, too, Man, which we are is kind of nice sometimes. Yeah. I mean... Big Boss, Linwood, you know, yeah. Blackfire, you they're all es- right there. Man. If you want to escape the large feel of certain breweries, this is nice. I, I did like yeah. that aspect of just kind of sitting outside with, like, you know, a few people and just not having so much stuff going on. It was I a nice little... What's Sub Noir place? Is Sub Noir still in business? Because they were over there. I don't even know. Yeah, no one's ever heard of Sub Noir. Yeah, okay. They make the Count Chocula beer. It's called Subpar. It kind of was. <clears throat> uh, but they're only open for, like, events and stuff i think last time i checked and that was before covid so they're probably right. shut down now damn um but yeah uh black fire brewing absolutely uh, i i recommend it yeah, i give lot. it um two two kevin stars uh out of it's like the michelin stars where one if you're already there go check it out two it's worth a small drive three it's worth going to there if you're like in ah, a I larger see. area, I give it like one to two Michelin stars. Okay, gotcha. Okay, cool. That's fair. I give. We we'll definitely it, have to go back because I think they have a good road. I think everything's different now besides the two limes. Yeah, I give so. it two Logan thumbs up, but uh, both there's beers in both those hands, so I guess I don't really have a choice. And they're in the empty matter. beers. Because yeah, guys, I drank good. them both, and they were delicious. <laughs> All yeah, right. definitely good. I give the whole brewery as, like as a whole like what a seven and a half. I give it yeah, I'd give it a, uh, yeah, I'd probably, I mean, I'd, seven. Seven. I'd give it a seven and a half. I'd give it an eight I mean, just because they yeah, were Yeah, I'm about to say, I'm, I'm leaning towards an eight, especially because of the... I, I am I am honestly planning on going back. I just wanted to get, like, somebody else to go with me because I don't want to seem oh, like an alcoholic. Yeah, but anyway. Well, let's go this weekend. I've been off all week. It's only open on weekends. I've been busy. Fuck off. It's only right. open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You don't want to go this Friday? Oh, no, I'm busy Friday. I'm going to Oak <laughs> All right, anyway. Okay, so anyway. But yes, go visit Blackfire. It's great. Anyway. Yeah, for sure. So we did some albums, too, this week. Yes. Uh, let's we, go ahead. We, listen to, oh, we wish we could say that the entire time that we've been off from podcasting, we were listening to the albums the entire time, but no, we did not. Basically the past two days. Uh, I've listened to them. I mean, to be fair, two of the three were like 30 minutes long. So Which is great. Like, That's what I like. To be fair, album. we didn't know the third until like 
What, a month ago? <laughs> yeah, you're kind of like making that up as we go along. But anyway, uh, let's... So, I'm going to just start with the easy one because I think we've all got similar feelings about it. Let's start with uh, The Offspring, Let the Bad Times Roll. Here's that's the a, actual album, right? That's the name of the album yeah, and nice. also the title track. So, here's that's a... why they call it the title track. Sweetener. Yeah, here's the uh, here's a few seconds from the title track. Sweetness. Like how Kevin, like you were pulling like a South Beach, where you're like, ah, oh, the beat's attacking me. I got to fight back. Oh, it's the Offspring, man. I I've been listening to the Offspring since high, high school. school. Um, Probably which really isn't that long ago. I'm sure they were they were making they were school. they were making music way it's before probably that. Probably middle school. Yeah, probably. I've yeah the. Offspring have been around a very long yeah, time. I think the time the, when I got into them was 1998, so or around you, that, the early 2000s. Maybe. It's a, it's it's another thing where this is another great band that keeps seeming to put out good stuff. Now, I won't say that there's a ton of depth on this album because I think like they recycle a few things. Uh, well, it's like literally. it's like 30 minutes long, and I think the actual content might be like 24 minutes long. If you think about new content, I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, I was, two, yeah, two tracks I are not new. Right? Yeah, uh, three tracks. One is literally a cover of an instrumental. Yeah, that's the yeah, one Ozzy is talking about. I counted that one. The last one is literally the lullaby. The last one is literally the, the, so like there's. I think the, the three the three he's thinking of is mountain. Yeah, mountain mountain of the dwarf king or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Lullaby and, and gone then away. Gone Away. I knew Gone Away. I don't know. Lullaby's literally the first song, just slow and like oh, an outro. Classic. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. So, I mean, if you're really looking for content, I wouldn't say there's a whole lot, but what there is is uh, it's pretty good. I, I, love. I mean, they they're they're a punk slash rock band. I mean, they're not made for like long content. They're not gonna put out double albums. Well, I guess my only I, I can't. And we'll get into this more, I guess, as we talk about. It. I can't recommend buying an album that's like twenty-five minutes long. Okay now, if you've got, if you've got I can't Spotify, recommend buying an album. If you got Spotify, yeah, listen to that no, shit. It's I easy. Will, yeah, I will buy yeah. albums, and I appreciate when things can be kept short and you know brief sometimes. So 25, 30 minutes, I think is the great, great length for an album. Sure. Uh, okay. It's, it's the offspring. It's fantastic. Uh, I mean, no quarrels with this. It's fantastic. And well, as we can never go wrong. As we with touched the on PhD of molecular biology, I fucking love like we, well, kept, we got that out of the way. I liked how we kept trying to compare the offspring to things. Ozzy and I were like, "Oh, it sounds like this. It sounds like this." And Kevin's just like, "Sounds, sounds like, the, like offspring. the offspring." <laughs> like, what are you it talking? It does sound like the offspring. Yeah, I don't know anybody else who has the <laughs> sound the offspring has. Let's let's. Be honest. It's because Dexter's voice is very, very unique. High. It is For very some unique. Reason. Yeah. yeah, it is unique, and I think like there's a lot of bands that are in this genre of like pop punk, but the way they've done it and the way they can be almost satirish like oh, at yeah. times helps them kind of like be unique. Even though it's not, they're not breaking any boundaries, but they are being unique, and their sound is good. Like I've I've always liked their sound because it's always like very upbeat, sometimes aggressive. Yeah. Uh, sound wise, I mean, their lyrics aren't super aggressive. They're, I mean, well, and the, this one I will say is a little bit more. Um, like the only album that I remember listening to theirs was Americana, which was probably their biggest one, which had um, you know um, all the songs on it. All literally all the songs. Yeah. Okay. But a lot of that, a lot of that record was very introspective. It talked Gone about was that on that album? I don't remember. Um, a lot of it was introspective. It talked about things that they dealt with. It talked about, and it and it dealt with like normal problems in society, and that's what they were going for. And on this al- album, they did a little bit more of like worldly problems. Like they were talking. The first song is literally talking about this world's not a utopia. You know, yeah. we have issues and stuff like that. So they, I think they delved. I haven't listened to other albums since then, so maybe they, this is norm for them now. 
but they started like talking about social problems. And well, it was kind of weird when I first heard it. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you guys were all into this stuff now. I, I thought back on it because we talked about this with Kevin, and Kevin pointed out they have kind of had those edges in the past where they'll talk about social problems. I don't know that they've yeah. ever like. I don't know that they've ever been so upfront about yeah, that's it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think just, they usually take social problems that are a larger issue and make a somewhat jokey song about it. Like, just yeah, that's true. Well, I, I think they also do the ones where they like cover it, but they make it like a subtle hint. They don't actually say like this is what the song's about. They had that song on. Uh, the one with the like angel on the cover what's the name of that yeah. album rise and fall raging grace yeah they had that song about the school shootings and uh they were like talking about that but yeah see like even you you're like i don't know what your song you're talking about because it's very subtle let me see if i can look it up while y'all keep talking about the album is it the dance fucker dance song yeah no dance then a dance yeah is it the only song i know is that one and hammerhead off that album what no After, i think afterism is great I mean, I, which also is like a, I mean, half tourism, that's just a play in itself. I think, like I said, I think they take stronger ideas and make jokey songs about it. Some, like, somewhat. Not yeah. all the time. So, but Hammerhead is the song I was thinking oh, of. that's the, the main one. According to Dexter Holland, the lyrics are from the perspective of a gunman in a school shooting. Yes. Yeah, and so that there was, you go. It had I like, didn't listen to that. But one. yeah, I mean, you don't really get yeah, that really unless you're that. looking for it. Whereas so they were a little bit more straightforward on this album, and that's yeah. fine. But ultimately, if you're going into this Offspring album expecting more Offspring, you're going to get more Offspring. It was it was part of the course for Offspring because when I heard it, I was like, "This sounds just like the Offspring." I get every feeling I get from the Offspring when I used to listen to them. The only negative and really negative, and some of it I don't listen to because of it is the actual the sound of it because the singer Dexter I don't know if it's just a direction that they wanted to take and I think Kevin made the note that it happened since that album which which one the Rise and Fall Rise and Fall Raging Grace since that album Dexter started using a lot of or I don't know a lot but he started using um, some kind of auto-tune to where he is almost like perfectly pitched like so in tune it almost sounds out of this world but, yeah, in comparison the, to the albums before where he had a grit to him, it felt like he was actually right in front of you. And I think that fits better with a pop-punk feel for me. I don't want like super crisp vocals when I'm listening to a punk fast stuff. It doesn't have to be that I, way. I think it's just like all these guys, after they've been singing for like 30 years, their voice no. just starts to give out. And like, I, what I do you think want? maybe that – I don't want to say that's why because I, I haven't listened to him live or anything like that. But – you know, maybe that is why. You know, he's gotten to the point where he can't sing that well. Or that same way. Right. Yeah. And it's just like, hey, I have to use it as a crutch a little bit. And that's fine. But it's just, it it, it really pierces my ears. I can yeah. hear it and I'm like, this sounds unnatural. Well, because whenever I hear that, I think of like the Metallica guy where it's like he just doesn't sing the same way they did when yeah, they started. Yeah. yeah. People blow their voices out. And that can yeah. completely change your voice or you just can't sing that way anymore. Wait, wait, sorry, Kevin, I was cutting you off. What are you saying? No, I mean, I, I can tell it a lot when he's doing, like, the not the high-pitched Dexter voice that he usually sings with, so on his, like, uh, lower octave notes, you can really tell that they're very crisp, uh, and that is something that you could really tell in the Rise and Fall Rage of Grace album, and then I didn't really listen to the one after that, of, was it like I don't know what it's called it's like blaze or burn or something like that um but no it's it it was a nice feeling to go back after listening to like Ixnay and the Ombre and stuff like that yeah and go back and listen to this new album I know they were trying to be edgy and cool cause you know COVID and stuff uh that's what the whole bad times roll so I was like oh all this shit's happening right now let's just kinda fucking roll with it um, but, you know, without the edge, it still sounds like the Offspring. It's still something that you can listen to if you like the Offspring and you like that kind of pop-punk uh, sound that they put out. They, and it's you're, you're going to enjoy it. Well, I also like the acoustic Gone Away. I know I'm probably disagreeing with some of y'all on that, but I, I liked it. It sounded good. It sounded different, but I think that was kind of like a nice touch. Yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a nice break. I do prefer the non-acoustic version, but... Yeah. Uh, it was interesting to hear. I don't know if I would have put it in the album where they put it. 
Mm. I feel yeah. like they could have broken up some of those Put the, it, the instrumental dead and, middle uh, on the album. Yeah. They they could have they could have split that up a little bit, but I still think it was a you know cool Yeah. That was another negative is the way it ended because Second to last song was that, and the last song was Lullaby, which is literally like a lullaby of the first song. It is, it is interesting. And it was only a minute, and I was like, yeah. like I wanted a little bit more, because I think before that was like Opioid yeah. Diaries or something like that. Opioid. No, it was Hassan Chop. Oh, that's a great song. I love Hassan Chop. It's, it's interesting, because it's like fast, 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 yeah, and, and then it's just like, two slow songs, it and it's over. Hard. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, oh, we're done? And it, they're done. Yeah. So I think that was the only negative I think yeah. I had besides the vocals and uh, the vocals throughout. Like I just I, I was not a huge fan, but I can understand if that's how they have to do it now. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I would still say it was a pretty good album. Yeah, I there's some songs it. on there that I'll, I'll still go back to because you know it gives me that nostalgic feeling of yeah. Offspring and it is good pop punk like straightforward stuff and I like it. Yeah, I will just say that if you do buy albums in this day and age, don't buy this one. Download it instead. That's probably a better save. I mean, decision. I still buy albums. Okay. Yeah. But you don't have to buy this one. You can download it. I wouldn't it. buy this one. No. Personally. Yeah, you can download it. Alright, so next up, we'll get on to my choice. Uh, Pretty and Reckless. No, The Pretty Reckless. The Pretty Reckless. Pretty Reckless? Pretty Reckless. They are Pretty Reckless, The Pretty Reckless. Yes, but they're not pretty and reckless. They're pretty reckless. I said pretty reckless. You said pretty and reckless. Did I say the pretty and reckless? Yes, you said sweetener. Cindy Lou Who. Cindy, Cindy Lou Who. Lou. Uh, that, the real name of the band is Cindy Lou Who and the Pretty Cindy Reckless. Cindy Lou Who. What are you fucking talking about? All right, but yeah, so I said you height of pop punk right there. Ix Naomi Ombre from 1997 to yeah, well, like I'm trying the to rise re- fall raging what grace in 2000. Trying to remember what the actual album title is. Oh, the name of the title is called uh, "Death by Rock and Roll." The name of the title. <laughs> the, the title name of the album the title. is "Death by Rock and Roll" by the Pretty Reckless. The, and this is the song the called Rickles. "Only Love Can Save, Save Me Now." now. Yep. So is it weird to say that Cindy Moose who is hot? Yeah. A little bit? Well, I wanted to get to her vocals. All right, Get those five seconds of vocals, baby. Jesus, hey, the five whole seconds. She was hotter with the ears. You really, you yeah. think so? And, oh. nose. and the nose. When she was a child. <laughs> okay, it's a different world. It might be in Japan. She might have been sixteen. Well, we we don't kink shame. They were in a snowflake. So it's not even. If you look world. at the Grinch lore. Uh, look, we don't kink shame, but I think to catch a predator does. So you might Chris need Hansen to. Hansen is pulling up as <laughs> <up> a <laughs> <laughs> so, Emily's with him now. So, uh, pretty reckless. I actually did not know this was Cindy Lou until you guys mentioned it like yesterday, dude. <laughs> what? I totally forgot. Dude, we maybe, talked about this when we picked them. I know. Yeah, maybe we good. talked about it, but I forgot. So then yesterday when we went disc golf, we were like, "Yeah, Cindy Lou." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> She is a blonde. Cindy Lou. Yes. Which I will I will say, I, I've liked this band since they came out, but I think they've started playing way more into the rock and the her being very sexually charged, which is obviously I think works in their favor. It plays to the certain favor. If you look at their albums since the first album, I think the first album is like a kid in a leather jacket and then like all the albums that have come out after that have been like her naked, naked in some the- form yeah on the cover I mean you know they the say Bahu Doris sex album sex yeah, the Bahu Doris album yeah you know so I think they've really played into the rock and I mean they're a rock band I think they're pretty good I actually like pretty good pretty reckless ha huh. Jesus how drunk are you right now? God. Not at all. He's sober. He's so sad. About it. You sound so sad about it. How drunk are you right now? Not at all. I'm unemployed. 
<laughs> fun employed. Um, Damn, fun employed, yes. But no, I actually like this album. I know, Ozzy, you're kind of like not as thrilled about it. Uh, I didn't actually get your Evan, Kevin. I have no idea. Um, I'll get my spiel out of the way, I guess. Uh, I, I think this is very middle ground. Um, yeah. I like the instrumentals and the feel of how it all kind of comes together, but the lyrics are a little lacking. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I did feel that the very first song, the title track, um, felt like it sounded almost exactly like the song that made them famous or the one they really got on the scene, the Heaven Knows yeah. song. Um, that one was way too close for comfort. I'm like, oh, I thought I, I think I've heard this before. And I'm like, oh, wait, it's it your was, other it song. It was that close. Um, so that was a little disappointing, but the more I got into the album, you know, it's, I, like I said, and we'll go back to this later on the other album, but I like the feel, I like the instrumentals, I like, you know, how it all culminates. I think she has a great voice, and I like how it works with the energy of the instrumentals and what they're trying to do, but yeah, just, they just... The lyrics kind of no. fall flat. I actually, get. yeah, I actually agree with this a lot. It feels like a lot of this album was recycled from their last album, which I guess was the album that they kind of took off with. So that was what kind of bugged me. Was the first song, as you said, it actually kind of pissed me off how similar it was. I was like, this is really disappointing. But then the more I got into it, they did do some experimental stuff. They did get a little more creative with it, working with pipe organs. I actually had that thought in the second song. I was like, this would be great with pipe organs. And then like three more songs in, they actually start playing on a pipe organ. I was like, that would, yeah, where was that earlier? But yeah, they do get some fiddles in. They do get some more creativity. So I appreciate that. I just feel like they're leaning really hard into the rock genre. Whereas earlier on, they were more creative they were willing to work more poppy. They were willing to do some different stuff. I think uh, the key thing that I think about with this out with this band is that uh, in the past they've been very country western mixed with kind of rock Where style. Yeah. Well, okay. you can kind yeah. of you can feel right. it, I and that. I like and I like the way that they had mixed the lyrics in the previous ones, where it's kind of like a conflict between. You know, you come from the small town religious communities, but you also want to go wild and be a rocker and do all that. And dealing with, and that was what a lot of the lyrics were about, was dealing with the conflicts between those two ideologies. This one, you, you don't have a lot of that. It's very straightforward, and most of the lyrics are kind of stupid. For, for if, our listeners at well, home, that yeah. pause there was me and Ozzy both gave Logan shifty looks when he said religious uh, ideologies. In terms of we didn't pick it up at all, um, but yeah, I, I, like and you even mentioned earlier about like leaning on her like sexual thing. I didn't get that either, but I will say that they are leaning heavy on the rock. Like this is this is uh, I'm a rock girl. This is me. This is the female version of butt rock. You didn't get the you didn't get them leaning on her sexuality in the song where she's like. Yeah, I'm a prostitute and I sleep with men all the time. <laughs> I'm just that kidding. was just one song. Okay, sure. I, I thought just I mean one song. <laughs> just one song. I don't think she's leaning on it. I think yeah, okay. she made a song. Okay. All right. But um in general I thought it was very generic rock. Did it sound good? Yeah. I mean I think rock in in a sense, like they have good riffs. I think the band itself sounds good. I think she has a great voice. Um I actually like try to look up like live versions of the songs. Um, and the only uh, one was why? like, well, like maybe live like versions of the worst. No, um, but I mean, when I mean live, I mean like in studio or like unplugged, not like in. A He's concert. looking for like acoustic versions, yes, not live. Versions. I wanted to hear her like stripped down, and unfortunately, the only one I found was her doing like a sent in video, and uh, it's actually lip synced. So you want you wanted to, you wanted to see her stripped down. I get it. I mean, I mean, I got the album cover for that. But so, no. um, but I did. So yeah, I guess the best song i don't know if y'all remember rock and roll heaven i think that was the one that kind of embodied what i was talking about where they do that but it was probably not the best song on the album i want to say that's my least favorite yeah song. it's probably your least favorite yeah honestly my favorite song is the last song which is harley darling because uh <laughs> yeah. that's the one where she i think she sings the best on that song yeah 
I, I, I will say that her vocals are still the high point of the band. Yeah. I do think that's, that's really good. Yeah, because the guitar work isn't anything like super incredible. It's just good rock. And like you said, I mean, everything else kind of revolves around her. I mean, I think the image itself is like, oh, it's Lu- it's Lindy Lou's band. So Cindy Lou Who. Wow, okay, dude. Lucy Lulu. <laughs> if it was Lucy Lou, we'd be having a completely different conversation. Yeah, that is true, yeah. But... <laughs> Come I mean, on, Bender. I, All right. I, I, <laughs> nice name. There you go. I enjoyed some of it. Um, I'm, I guess I'm a little bit more picky when it comes to female vocals. Um, I don't so know. So Flyleaf, that's for sure. Oh God, no. I mean, Amy Lee yeah. Evanescence, no. But I did enjoy a few songs. Like I said, I did like Harley Darling. I I did like the Witches Burn song. Oh, it, that was a good one. I think one. that I one like was that the, one. one of their better ones because it kind of like told a story in a way. It was like, hey, you know. I'm gonna get in trouble for this, but I'm still gonna do it for some. I mean, because she's a witch and she's getting, you know, like those burned. religious ideologies that we talked about earlier. Yeah. yeah, that. Well, and I think that's another thing that I've always kind of. So this just comes back. I'm a fan of the band. I'm just yeah. But yeah. anyway, this what it comes down to is that's what I've always liked about them. Their lyrics aren't great, but they always tell an interesting story, and that's always kind of fun to me. Yeah, I like and the they they. Yeah, but they gave up on that a lot of that in this album, but some of it's still there. Yeah, I like liked it. The, uh, the song of, the song close to that was called Got So High. Terrible song. No, that didn't make any that, sense. Hi. Yeah, like Lily. Oh, and Bachman did it better. It reminded me of that other one with the uh, with the He-Man. Um, oh, uh. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but does it it's got the, you heard the gay version of that? Yeah, I, I thought of that song for some reason. I'm like, wow. What? I'm, <laughs> That's yeah, you know, wake up in the morning and I go yeah. outside and I look to the sky and I fuck ten guys. <laughs> it's like, what? Whoa. <laughs> that song is better than I mean, I just got to listen to the one by the four blondes. So. <laughs> yeah, the four blondes. Um, and I say to myself, who's blowing time? Anyway, sorry. What are we doing? I think <laughs> a lot of people... with that. Trying to move on. No, no, no. no, no. We gotta, can't run that dick. You can't. You opened up the can. We gotta. We gotta like. Let I didn't it all open up. It. Well, I, I did open up the other can of beer. Yeah. Yes. Nice. But yeah, I mean, I think if you're gonna go into it expecting amazing lyrics, you're not. You're. That's not what you. That's not what you get with this band. I mean, you're gonna get rock. And maybe back in the day they did do a little bit more like different genres. Because I will say this is just straight rock across the board. They did have that country western. Like feel on the last song. <laughs> Sorry, I use my hands a lot. Um, <laughs> don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do. <laughs> For all the people at home, this is a podcast. In case you were wondering, so you can't see all these hands. <laughs> I like moving my hands. They need to do something. Act like he's Italian. At least it's better. Bobbity-boobity. At least it's better than when he started. You remember when he would slam the table? Yeah, like, boom, boom. The table I, I, I've leg- legitimately moved away from the table, so I don't slam the table. progress. Hey. I now do this. It's th- All right. Hassan chopped the table. All right, so I, I'm going to cut the discussion of Ozzy slapping the table short. So, album. Recommend, don't recommend. Eh. If you're a fan of The Pretty Reckless, then sure, yeah. It's, it's, it's good. fine. It follows yeah. the it has the same feel. It has the same kind of energy. Yeah. Across the board. I would There's say another word for feel. That's why I stalled out. Um, it's got this. It's know, got the same vibe. Flat, yeah. But it's got a, it's got a lot of energy. I don't know. I listened to this the first time when I was uh, working out, so it worked pretty well. Yeah. Uh, just in the and Kevin's background review, it worked pretty well. Uh, twenty five didn't. It's a very slow. Song. Oh, I hate that song. Twenty five was also a very strange. It's one. not even it creative. Is. I don't. It's, I don't it's even really think it's not, creative. I, I didn't get what the I point was. It. That didn't make any sense. Anyway. It's just showing that she can count. She Fine. can count, dude. <laughs> Except she doesn't know what's after seven or after six. She just yeah, skips straight she's to eight. Skip to eight. eight. <laughs> to eight. <laughs> Call it fate, baby. What? Who? What? <laughs> kindergartner wrote this because only a kindergartner <laughs> would not know what is after six. This is bullshit. I hate this song so much. But anyways, background view, pretty good. I still got the same vibe as the other songs that start that started off. Like you could have hid that other song in the middle of somewhere and not think, oh, this is the exact same album that got you famous. But it's no. pretty reckless. It's it's pretty if you like the pretty reckless. Yeah. And you wanna to listen to Sandy Lou Who, uh, sing yeah. some songs uh, about rock and roll, you know, get on it. 
I fully expect this album to sell a bunch because there's a naked girl on the front. But, you know, I can't fault people she's for that. She's naked? I don't know. I didn't even look at the spot. I think she's wearing, like, electric tape. But anyway. We're about to find out. But, yeah. Oh, she's naked. I will knock that it is a little too long. It's 55 minutes. It is I don't want 55 long. minutes of the Pretty Reckless, honestly. I don't want 55 minutes of a lot of bands, and this is just too long. What do you mean? That's one Metallica song. <laughs> okay. I said a lot of bands. But it, it's... I think this album's okay. If you like rock, you'll probably enjoy it. But it's... uh it's long and it's weird and yeah, I, I can't highly recommend yeah, it. I'd, I'd skip about <laughs> yeah. eight of the songs. Four tenths of the songs. Four tenths. Four tenths. Wow. Okay, so six out of ten. All right, got it. That's why I did not. Basic math. <laughs> hey, oh, whoa, that's fractions. That's why I use my high school. Yeah. Four over ten. All right, so <laughs> let's move on to. <laughs> What's the full name of this band? Death from Above 1969? The full name is Death from Above 1979. They go by Death from Above as well. And the album is called... uh, Is for Lovers. Yeah, Is for Lovers. But the number four. Yeah, but the number four because they're cool like that. Yeah, they're edgy. They're from Canada, so they're cool. Oh, that makes a whole lot more sense. (laughs) Now I know why they did that. All right, so, so... What's up with you and bands from Canada? I don't know. I, I, Isn't that pretty cool, eh? <laughs> hey, hey, cool, eh? Oh, yeah, eh? We're going on strike, eh? <laughs> but yeah, so uh, this is uh, totally wiped out from the album. Kevin, people can't see your head moving. You're on your your podcast. Sorry, no. So, I was just making goofy faces and moving my head around like I was in some sort of punk concert. Woo! Yeah. So if you thought that was is this? Boring. So here's my question: Is this a punk band? What are these guys uh, like? I don't. What I don't, are what they? <laughs> That's a good start for <laughs> okay, now. So, okay, let's start off. This is a two-person band. So if you thought it was Royal Blood, or if you thought it was, um, so it's actually I thought it was Royal. Stripes. I thought it was the I thought it was I Royal. Thought it was Bo- mediocre. And it turns out <laughs> it was actually Twenty One Pilots. Oh, I was like, hey, if, if, yeah, that's what I was going to say next. Twenty One people. <laughs> if you thought it was Royal Blood mixed with a little bit of Twenty One Pilots, these guys have been doing it before them, so I will give them the fact that benefit of the fact. Um, but it is two guys: one guy playing bass, one guy playing drums and sings. And they all do it themselves. Like, they produce it all. They essentially do it all from the ground up. Um, so there's a little bit to be said about that, I guess. A lot of people like to make that a big deal. And it's like, oh, there's just two guys, and their sound is so massive. That's so impressive. Um, I'm not worried about that. But, yeah, they're from Canada. I don't know what you call them. They're more like an experimental rock band. because they're Canadian rock. Canadian rock. Okay. A. Because if, if you thought... I won't give them an A. If, if you thought during the recording um, Logan's computer started going on the fritz, no, that was the song. That was just the song. That's just how it sounds. A lot of electronic ex- like influence, um, and that's pretty much what you get the entire album. It's like shitty pop. <laughs> well, pop, pop is a straightforward punk band. This like is I not said, punk. It's like shitty pop. Well, see, like, that's the problem. Is I actually like pop. This yeah. is like what but is the, pro- the problem is the other band's good. <laughs> I will say. I mean, I- I don't want to say that they're a bad band, but I'm going to say that they, they're not... No, I'm not going to say They that. should really add a third, and it be their vocalist and write lyrics. Their instrumentals are fantastic throughout the album, but the rest of it is garbage. I don't really... Yeah, I guess my main problem is I don't really know what the album's about. I don't really know what they're singing about. It's kind of all over the place. But it's great background music. Yeah, I so if you don't listen to any of the lyrics, it's fantastic. That's why I was like, actually, I was like, Kevin will probably like this. because I like, actually listen to the lyrics this time. Whoops. The one time he tries. Why, Kevin? <laughs> I was like, but no, I mean, Ozzy, this is your album. You tell us, like, I mean, I'm not, yeah, because I don't want to just. Tell us why this is better than Sandy Lou. Well, first of all, it's not 55 minutes long, so I'll give it that. Fair, fair point. It's only it like 35. 30, it's 30 minutes. Um. 
I do like the aggressiveness of this album, and I think that's what they go for. This band is just aggressive sound. Um, their lyrics, not so much. Their lyrics are a little bit more straightforward, and I will say they're no better than probably the Cindy Lou Who album. I just want straightforward and to the point. But I will say they. I feel like it because of the chaoticness and I guess how simple it can be. It works for me. Because just like one of the songs is called NYC Power Elite. There's yeah. two parts Ugh. to it. The first part I like. I like both parts. But it, it's literally just mocking people from New York City. Talking about how like, oh yeah, we go to business meetings in our jeans. And we're, you know, we're bored unless it's something very fancy. And talking about... That was, that now, was, now we do because yeah. of COVID. That seems like a very Canadian thing to do though, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. It's, now, Canadian, yeah. it's a tuxedo there. That's yeah. true. So they're overdressed. Exactly, but um, I did like that song because it's kind of funny. But at the same time, like it was, it, it, the music wasn't funny. It was like aggressive and like, just like what you heard there. It's pretty much sounds well, the same. And that was the other part that threw me. And I guess we say this about a lot of albums. This wasn't completely the same throughout. They definitely throw in some different stylings. But yeah, this one had a lot of similar music stuff going on. So yeah, I don't know. I I I thought it was pretty good. I actually thought it was better uh, than uh, the Cindy Lou Who album, but I would still give the nod to Cindy Lou Who because again, naked girl on the cover. What the fuck Fair is enough. going? Yeah, you know. they, they just have two lovers on the cover here. And like it's lovers or domestic brother, abuse? I, that might be a mother and a daughter. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Back to the. Uh, I NYC mean, we all watch anime. Power or Elite. Uh, I want like. Like we were talking about earlier, uh, for the fans of the podcast, I thought that, you know, some of the lines, uh, they are making fun of the top echelon that, like, live in New York, but you say it has a lot of energy, and it has some energy, but it doesn't have the right feel for some of the lyrics. I think if you're going to go, like, and make fun of people and have those be the lyrics, you need to, you need to venture into new metal. Like... I under like that was just System of a Down's kind of feel, and I and I don't want to compare. Like they're not even close to like the no. same kind of feel, no. but the lyrics that they would like kind of blurt out. Oh, I haven't eaten cake since the last election. That's a literal yeah, lyric in I there. That. That's some bullshit that System of a Down yeah, would I say. Um, but the feel doesn't feel the same uh, in that. So I, I just felt that kind of disconnect uh, a little bit. Not all the way through the album. That was like the most, the like largest gap that I felt uh, in that, where the lyrics just weren't hitting the same as what the instrumentals were doing. And I really enjoyed the instrumentals. I really enjoyed the power yeah. of what they were doing. But yeah, the lyrics need some help for that style. They weren't metaphorical enough to be something like. Uh, what's that band we reviewed last time? Uh, Tom Morello. Oh, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> All those are like metaphors and shit. Like, but he's still like making fun of people yeah. and telling people that all this shit's fucked up. Right. But yeah. uh, there's too straightforward and not hard enough for the instrumentals to be in a new metal category. So then this weird like realm of yeah. not quite in one thing that are like fully established and yeah. that was my kind of stuck in limbo from it stuck in limbo yeah. yeah it's almost like they weren't dedicated like it's, it's not enough like it's like half ass but it's not half ass but i mean it's, it's just their, it's just middle ground well right? it's, it's yeah they're the purgatory it's like, of those two genres yeah because like i can understand yeah. like the, my one of my favorite songs was the song we played which was um totally totally wiped, wiped out. out which I, I like the topic which was talking about like you're like over, like you're uh, what's it called? Overstimulated by your phone, essentially, because he's yeah. talking about wiped out. He's talking about surfing the web, and the web on your phone. Um, and at one point he says, "Surfing till you come." And for some reason, like the, like I know that was kind of <laughs> jokey, but it just didn't fit right. So I guess that feeling I got is what you got throughout the entire album, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I only got that they, in certain instances. Use something else. That's yeah. fine, and I only got that in certain instances. But I think. I can look past the basic lyrics just because I'm I'm so you know yeah. 
uh, enamored with the sound. Like, well, I really like the sound of just how destructive it is with well, the bass and the, especially the electronics. And I do want to stipulate because I, I mean, maybe this is coming off as an insult because you know I make fun of y'all a lot because I'm an asshole. But no, I mean, when I said like I don't really know what this band is going for. Like, that was kind of my implication is, like, if I go to one of their concerts, like, am I taking this seriously? Am I not taking it seriously? Are they punk? What am I getting ready for? Are they electronic? It's like it's kind of, they're trying to hit everything all at once, and at the same time, they don't really hit anything. Like, with the Osprey, yeah. you know you're going in, and you're going to yeah. just, like, joke around. Yeah, and fair like, enough. Yeah. Kind of... Kind of I did I did watch a live show of theirs just to see what they're like because when it comes to two piece bands I think it's I think it's important to see what they sound like because a lot of it could be pre recorded um, and they actually did sound good but everyone in the show was just kind of sitting there doing nothing just kind of like bothering yeah their see head. that's like so I can understand what you're saying like what am I getting what that's am I doing the medicated here? America. They, they probably wouldn't well, see, something like that. Up in Canada, they, they got that Canadian. free health care. They can get oh, drugs. They, they don't want shit. Give me that proof. The reason I, I I mean, I have listened to this band before and I do enjoy it. Offspring lyric. Time, time. Prozac exactly. can make, make it better. better. You're not wrong. This is all comes. So, what you're telling me is it all comes back to the offspring. Well, that man got a PhD for a reason. They are relevant. In molecular biology. <laughs> he also sells hot sauce. He doesn't. But no, no, no. Gringo sauce? Remember that gringo? I think it's called gringo. Let's, let's stay on topic, but yeah. It was on topic. Sort of. We're talking about Dexter <laughs> Holland. We're, we're trying to talk about death, death from, from above. Are we? Uh, yeah. So uh, I, What I did like about this album was that most of the songs, about probably 80% of them, were short. And with a genre like this and the stuff they play and sing about, I think it's better short than it is long. And I did appreciate the ones that were like two minutes, spot, three minutes max. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a 30-minute album. So. No, yeah, it was, it was fine. And like I said, I do like it as background music. I just am like, I don't, I, maybe it's because I haven't listened to enough of the band, but it's just like, again, I have a hard time wrapping my head around what exactly am I listening to right This is here. the second time I've listened yeah. to them. I listened to an album before and it sounds just the same. It's a bunch of yeah. like... So what's the verdict? Aggressive. Is, it, is this... What do you mean? To what, me? Why the heck wrap your head around it? What's... What, what how I, do you I, feel about it? I'm Where getting it? more... And are they serious or are they joking? Uh, I think they're a little bit more serious. So they're but, serious and they're more electronic. And honestly, when I when I go to them, I go for sound. I don't go for lyrics, so I can understand why the lyrics they come second to me in this stuff. So it does sound kind of more like their electronic band, if that's what they're going for. Whereas a punk band would be more. I think it's less electronic and more that garage style, just loud and proud. Okay. Yeah. Loud so and heavy. Punk. So it is. So it is punk. Electronic punk. They're, they're a genre. They're trying to change the world with their lyrics. They're a genre into themselves, Kevin. They are the the unique thing. The two piece garage band. I would say they're like a six out of ten. Yeah, pretty good. That was like. I like it. I, I, I mean, there's more songs on this that I would go back to than uh, the Kevin, other. Kevin, I'm stealing your rating system. What do you say? Michelin stars. Oh. <laughs> no, don't don't do that. Zero Michelin. Stars. Wow, damn. Uh, I don't I don't want that tire man eats. I. Vendium, I think is his name. Something like that. Um, no, the, the, the actual the, the guy. Actual Michelin yeah. man is like the Bendium. By Bendium, oh, yeah. Interesting. Um, I don't know. I give him a 6 out of 10 for different reasons uh, than The Pretty Reckless. I think that The Pretty Reckless had songs that hit like all the way through and then failed all the way through. This one, the instrumentals always hit for me. But the lyrics always failed for me, yeah. so kind of hard to rate them the same gotcha. without an explanation. Um, but yeah, that's that's about where I landed. I wouldn't listen to them again, so that's why I got zero Michelin stars, um, <laughs> zero Kevin stars. There you go. I would listen to the pretty wreck. Eh, if I knew they were only going to be in the background, I didn't have to listen to any of the words. You would listen to the Verdian record, yeah. I would listen to both of those albums. That's so right. they get a half a Kevin star. Gotcha. Half a Kevin star. Moving up. But I think I think. Uh, well, I mean, the Osprey gets yeah, like two. two, right? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't their best album. I and mean, it's no like. So if yeah, we were kind of on the Ombre Smash, <laughs> it's, 
those old albums. But I would. Uh, I love to see Kevin on like Master Chef, and then like Pretty Reckless brings up their album. He's like, "It's raw. I've eaten this. <laughs> Undercooked. It's raw." Those lyrics were not fully cooked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's disgusting. I think it's just a certain amount of like edge. If we were teenagers, those lyrics would land like so much more. Pretty reckless. It. it uh, yeah. It kind of. I definitely think pretty reckless. Or for it kind of reminds me of a Treyu, where it's like if you were fifteen, we'd be like, "Oh fuck, this is so That's cool." Exactly. But right. we're not fifteen, and we're it 30. sounds stupid as hell. Yeah. Like. So yeah, like. The ones where you don't really have a metaphor, it's very straightforward, and people can be like, oh man, I feel exactly like that. Why am I misunderstood? Oh my god. All the Billy Eilishes of the world. Are Cindy just, Lou who got how I felt. I need to dye my hair a different color just now, <laughs> So I can be on both. <laughs> I just love your voice, Kevin. So it's like you're going for an angsty teen, but you sound like those girls who moved to the city. Like, oh, I'm, just, I'm living alone in the city. Oh. Alone in the city. <laughs> angst, 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 I mean, that's angsty teen girls. I can hear it. But yeah, that's that's kind of why I got out of those two. Like, eh, angsty teens are not really going to listen to uh, Death from Above, 1979. Uh, which is long enough to be a Fall Out Boy title. Uh, but. <laughs> half of a burial. <laughs> half a burial. Half a burial. One full Fall Out Boy song title. Uh, pretty reckless. Yeah, that's. If you're 15 and some girl who wants to still feel the emo rage of the yeah. 90s, but. Or 2000s. That was 2000s, right? Yeah. Yeah, we were, yeah, yeah, we were like early, early 15. Meanwhile, The Offspring so, is for everybody. Offspring has been around since 1994, and they are still cranking out the hits. Yeah. True story. All right. So I think, so I think, yes on Blackfire, yes on Offspring, maybe on the other two. We're that's, good. Yeah, that's a good wrap-up. Yeah. We could have right. wrapped this whole podcast up in 30 seconds. <laughs> why, are, why is this an hour? We had to talk. Why are we talking still? We had what to, is this a pretty reckless album? We had to do. Oh! <laughs> this we, is longer and still better than that. We album. had to do. We had to do the rule thirty-four <laughs> intro. That's what we had to do. We had to talk about. Now that is an opening song. I would listen to that. We rule had thirty-four. Well, <laughs> We had to talk about dragons fucking cars. God. We did not talk about that. That was no, before we recorded. <laughs> Let's just end this. <laughs> Isn't that the Blackfire logo? That's <laughs> the Blackfire. No, no, that's what that. It's a dragon in a circle, man. It's the Skyrim emblem. It's a yeah, it's a tailpipe and then a dragon's head in the middle of it. All right, so Uncle Kevin has had exactly enough to drink, and I I have had not the right amount to drink. Kevin doesn't. Ozzy, you don't drink anymore. I, just, I don't. I'm drink sad. Much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my diet starts next week when I'm employed. But anyway. So thanks, as always, to our listeners for tuning in and listening to us ramble on for about an hour. Ramble uh, <laughs> on. Ramble on. Do, 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 do. Oh, man, I was supposed to take notes. No. Whoops. Uh, we got to do the podcast over. No, no, it was fun. Yeah, but go check out the, go check out the albums. Yeah. Go check out the albums. Definitely if you got If you got uh, any questions or comments or you want us to review an album, send us an email at raleighanime at gmail.com. Yeah, that's our official email now. Let's deal with it. <laughs> is, is that actually the email? Yeah, we do have an email. We changed it. What? It's for, it's for the Are other... Are you just send it to the anime at this point? <laughs> it's for the other podcast. As long as uh, we know. Oh, okay, okay. But anyway. What happened to Tony Slither? Uh... It's still there. It's just under the Raleigh. Well, uh, I don't want to under the Toby Slither like thing in Spotify. I got well. I don't want to be. We'll show you here. I don't want to spoil anything, but I got hired. I got hired by another uh, group, so there might not be a Toby Slither anymore. We'll see. Excuse you. Yeah, got hired by another. So, so so with yeah. So no. They never got Cambodia. So anyway, thanks as always for listening. Nice to send them. We'll see you next time. And remember, children. We'll see you know. in five months. If you have any suggestions for North Carolina breweries that are around the Raleigh area, send Smash them in. Smash that subscribe button. And we'll consider it and probably go to wherever's convenient, but we'll consider it. So, you know, send that in. And remember that communism has never succeeded in practice. Y'all have a good rest of your week, everybody. Bye.